0: This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries San Diego. Once again, we're here. We're here. We are here again to share the love of God, his, his saving power, his healing power. But ultimately, we're here because we want God to make changes in our lives that we can allow his light to shine brightly in our lives that we could be effective in this world, that we can glorify God and be satisfied with all the things that God has in store for us. So again, um, it's wonderful to be here again, another episode that we're um, about to do. So uh, pray for us as we pray for you, and let's do this in Jesus' name. So we're gonna get right into our podcast for this evening, for tonight, today, wherever you may be. Um, before we get started, just just excited because we're really expanding. I mean, we're now in Canada, um, and I'm just so thrilled and elated of what God is doing. It's, it's just a wonderful thing to see when you put something in the atmosphere. And for those who are aspiring to do something uh, great in this world or just do anything in this world, um, what I want to encourage you to do is pray first, always pray and see God's face. But ultimately it comes down to whatever gift that God has placed inside you, put it out there. It's good enough because God is going to be with you. He's going to show you. He's going to cover you in your flaws and your mistakes. He's going to cover you and gift you and really teach you that it's not about you, but it's all about him. So let's get right into our podcast. And tonight's episode, another great episode um, that we're going to be talking about. And tonight's episode is entitled, The Many Ways to Deepen Your Relationship with God. I'm going to say that one more time. The Many Ways to Deepen Your Relationship with God. You see, there are a great number of people who attend church, but do not know God for themselves. Hmm. Unfortunately, life's choices reflected that you had no idea who God was beyond singing in the church choir or listening to sermons every single Sunday. Some of your past relationships, some things you were addicted to and your insecurities in your life all reflected that you had no idea who God was outside of what your mom or your dad had taught you. You see, many of us relied on other people's relationships with God to get you through life. You can't truly know yourself until you know the one who created you. You see, people of God, human beings, are defined by their relationships more than anything else. Relationships relationships tells us who we are, whose we are, and what is expected of us. Our relationships defines where we've been, where we are, and where we're going. And throughout the Bible, it's easy to see a few select people who are so clearly defined by the relationships. If we're honest with ourselves, we'll see that relationships are, are how the world ultimately defines us. They say more about who you are than any biological sketch or social profile. We can't go anywhere without acknowledging who we are or whom we belong to. Those simple ideas matter more than we like to admit You see, in the real world, the company we keep is one of the most telling characteristics of who we truly are. To that point, to that point, when all is said and done, the only relationship that defines who we genuinely are is our relationship with God. Now, listen, if we journey back to the Garden of Eden in the Bible, we see that Mankind is special. In Genesis chapter 1, it tells us that we are the only creature made in God's image. It might be hard to fathom, but we are God's masterpiece. We are the only thing in this world. We inherited value. We're the only creation Jesus was willing to die for. We're the only creation in this current world with whom God wants a relationship. We are special. Say to yourself, I'm special. Being made in God's image can't be taken away because someone deems you unworthy. It can't be taken away because someone treats you with a prejudice or a lack of decency. Your worth is not defined by them. I'm gonna say that one more time. Your worth is not defined by them. It's defined by God. And he says, you're special. You are worth all the effort it took to make this world. You are worth the sacrifice of his son. You are worth the diligence it took to produce the Bible. And you are worth every event that has shaped his will since the beginning of time. You are valuable because God says so. And that relationship, that value defines you above everything else. But, 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 they gotta hit the butt button. <laughs> Unfortunately, there are so many broken people in this world. They are in search of God's love, but don't know it. They don't know God's love. So guess what you do? You, you, you settle, you settle. Let let me explain. There are so many things that clamor for our, our attention and devotion, you know, our jobs, our, our children, our spouses, our hobbies, or maybe a current relationship that you're in. If you're a single, if, if you're single, And that demands and it becomes a distraction in your life. And we have to be careful not to let them become more important or more of a priority than our relationship with God. You see, the first of the Ten Commandments states, we have no other gods before him. And it says also, you must not make for yourself an idol of any kind, or an image of anything in the heavens or in the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. How many of the things that occupy your time, your money, your thoughts and attention have taken the place where God is supposed to be? It's an endless battle with only one cure, and that is God Almighty. Deepening your relationship with God is the surest way towards finding out your purpose, knowing who you are, and discovering the love that you're looking for. Listen, we're going to have to stop right there. Woo, this is good because it's speaking to me and uh we're gonna take a quick commercial break but i promise you we'll be right back with the episode entitled the many ways to deepen your relationship with god hi guys i'm christopher you may know me you may have heard of me i'm the editor of full of life ministry san diego podcast and i'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and you would like to donate you can Head over to Instagram at PhilGaleHoward and scan the QR code on the second slide of the most recent post. You can use a QR scanning app or you could just point your camera at it if you have another device that has a camera function and it'll take you to either PayPal or Venmo where you can donate. Now the is gonna be used to provide for the homeless and the less fortunate and those who have been negatively uh, affected by the ongoing pandemic, whether it be job loss or whatever the case may be, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for your time. Okay, we're back, we're back, we're back. And so let's get right into our episode entitled The Many Ways to Deepen Your Relationship with God. Now listen, distractions from truth. Distractions from truth. Anything can become a God, little G-O-D, to us. Anything we worship or put an uh, excessive amount of time into Even your feelings can become a God if you allow them to control you. We need to ask ourselves, am I bowing down to God and his word or to my feelings? Another challenge we have to confront is living in a world full of humanism and people not wanting God and his truth to interfere with their lives and routines. It seems we haven't, epidemic of selfishness in our world today and this creates all kinds of unhealthy situations for example when people refuse to honor god and follow his wisdom in their decisions it causes them to become bogged down with worry resentment and even bitterness eventually it will show up as a sickness and disease in in your body and in our culture, this behavior causes a decline in our moral standards and attitudes. Ooh, but the good news is, we don't have to settle for this kind of way of living. You see, in Jesus Christ, we can enjoy our lives to the fullest. Matter of fact, John 10 and 10 says that the thief comes to steal kill and to destroy but jesus says i've come to give you life and life more abundantly well you asked me this question pastor phil you say how do i build a relationship with god this is a question i'm often asked and it's tempting to make the process more complicated than it needs to be so it's important to note spending time together cultivates relationships just like you have relationships with your husband or your wife your children your boyfriend or your girlfriend do you realize the the highs and the lows when it comes to your relationship with one another that's why it's important to spend time with god and because you spend time with god you cultivate you you develop a strong friendship with god Now, there's a saying that says good things as well as bad, you know, are caught by a kind of infection. If you want to get warm, you must stand near the fire. If you want to be wet, you must get into the water. If you want joy, power, peace, eternal life, you must get close to or even into the thing that. That has in that. They are a great found, a fountain of energy and beauty spurting up at the very center of reality. You see, people of God, if you you are close to it, the spray will wet you. If you are not, you will remain dry. So listen, what I'm trying to say tonight is Don't make this complicated. It's not so deep, even though we're talking about the deeper things of God, but don't make it more complicated than it should be. If you have a desire to build a relationship with God, that is the essential first step. (laughs) Imagine that. That sets your intention and focus. The rest is a matter of taking regular baby steps towards God and being open and not closed-minded to what happens. If you want to build a relationship with God, you have to go metaphorically to where God is and place yourself in his presence. Only in that way can you receive the gifts he wants to give you. You see, God is always present, but never pushy. I'm going to say that one more time. God is always, and I mean always present. Even when you don't feel him, his presence is always around is around us, but he's never pushy. God is not going to knock you over to get closer to you. You see, we have the freedom to invite him into our lives or not. You're not likely to wake up one morning with the certain feeling that you become friends with God, though that could happen. (laughs) Like human relationships, it usually takes an investment of time and attention and caring. And it's up to you to take the initiative of moving closer to God, of placing yourself in his presence And just abiding there. Hallelujah. It's rarely dramatic. You might not even feel anything at all at first. But when you do this over and over and over and over again. The emotion and belief will follow. And you'll begin to trust he is with you and he is now guiding you. So one of the ways to deepen your relationship with God, number one, you got to listen to God. Nothing complicated, right? You got to listen to God. Again, this doesn't mean you have to climb to the top of a mountain and lose yourself in prayerful bliss or kneel in a church for six hours straight or anything like that. It just means that every once in a while, while you're in the kitchen cooking, driving down the street, standing in the line at the bank, walking your dog, whatever you t- whatever it is, you, uh, you should simply try to open yourself up to listening to the Holy Spirit within you. God is never not talking to you. Just give a listen once or twice, three times, five times in a while. Trust that you will be interested in everything God has to say to you. The more you listen to God, the more you want to listen to what is, after all, all, a voice that's as close to you as any can possibly be. Now, there's a scripture in James chapter four, verse eight. that says, come near to God and he will come near to you. You have to understand people of God. We are eternally united to Christ by faith. But sin is a barrier that fractures a believer's relationship with God. Just as it is sin that separates an unbeliever from union with our Lord, So sin causes, listen to me, broken fellowship between a believer and God. When a believer's fellowship with God has been broken, it will remain fractured until we confess to God our wrongdoing with a sincere heart. For listen, I want you to get this. God is faithful and just to forgive his children their sins and to cleanse all of us from all unrighteousness. Although Christians are positioned in Christ and eternally united with him, any post-salvation sins we commit will always break our precious fellowship with the Lord and we will remain separated from him until the sin issue is put right. And this can only be done through the humble confession of our wrongdoing. Now listen, although sin never removes us from our secure position in Christ. Certainly, it breaks down our fellowship with him for sin is always a barrier that separates fallen man from a holy God. You see, people of God, sin in the life of a believer must be dealt with if close communion with Christ is to be reestablished. If fellowship with God is broken, it is because our sin and not because God has withdrawn from us if we long to re-establish tender fellowship with the lord we are the one we are the one who are instructed to draw near to him for he is never far away from any one of us you see our hearts need to be purified and Uncompromising humility should replace any double-minded hypocrisy. We should do all that we can to draw close to the Lord and to prayerfully cleave to Him while resisting all that would hinder our commitment to Christ or damage our intimate communion with Him. There should be a deep cleansing of the inner heart, a separation from the world And a positive choice to single-mindedly keep the Lord Jesus Christ as our beautiful and singular focus. Believer and non-believers alike can never approach God due to our own goodness. But those that are covered in the righteousness of Christ by faith in him have the right to draw close to him. For he has promised to draw close to us, but this can only happen when our hearts are purified before him and our lives consecrated to him. And we have separated ourselves from the world with our conscience washed, our sins confessed, and our mind looking to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. John 10 and 27 says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. So the first thing you have to do is listen to God. The second thing you need to do is you need to reflect upon God. This is just about the easiest thing to do in the world to do. God is everywhere manifested in all of nature, in all people, in all the shapes, forms, colors, and textures. God exists in every moment of your perceived experience. Or just look into your own soul. You see, there is a holy presence of God. Reflect upon him. Use the fact of the divine immediate reality of God to lift you into the kind of grand, passive, contemplation that is after all one of the sweetest glimpses of the next life afforded any of us in this psalms 145 and 21 says my mouth will speak the praise of the lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever david calls us to make the time to look back on our lives and reflect on the goodness of our god we are encouraged to praise God for his greatness, his compassion, and his faithfulness. Hallelujah. And to thank God for his many gifts throughout our lives. In the words of an old hymn, we are urged to count our blessings, name them one by one. Of course, listen, of course it's it's possible that you don't feel like praising God. <laughs> Maybe you look back on this year and you feel like you were not blessed at all. Perhaps you feel like the person who said to me, there is absolutely nothing that I could possibly be thankful for. Whew. Perhaps life came at you in ways you never anticipated. If this is how you feel, just just, just read Psalms 145. Take, take some time by yourself to reflect on every part of this psalm. Look back on this past year and trace the hand of God who provides you with everything that you need. In spite of everything that happens in our life, lives, God never leaves us. Most important, he gave us the greatest gift imaginable. The gift of his only son, the Lord Jesus. That is the key. That's the key. You see, Paul states in Romans 8 and 32, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also among along with him graciously... That's the key word. Graciously give us all things. Listen, I want you guys to hear me today. Just remember this. Be assured today or tonight that the giving God is always with you. So we just covered that we have to to listen to God. We have to reflect on God. The number three, three thing that I want you to really focus on is to be humble before God. Be humble. Think and feel sometimes about who and what you are, about who and what any human is in comparison to who and what God is. Sit with that understanding just for a while. Appreciate it. Let it grow within you. Let it overwhelm you. Let it drop you to your knees. See James 4 and 10. James 4 and 10 reminds us of an important biblical principle that is found throughout the pages of Scripture. God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. The Lord withstands self important, arrogant men and women, but supplies His sufficient grace. To those that are meek and lowly of heart. You see, people of God, humility is not disliking who you are or demeaning yourself in front of others. It is not a deliberate exhibition of self-humbling in order to get others to applaud your achievements. Nor is it a wringing of hands or a constant declaration that you are a very, very humble person. (laughs) That's called false humility, by the way. Humility is not generated by human efforts or manufactured by emotions. It can be acquired through a strict training program learned from a college course, or is it acquired by watching Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. True humility is a fruit of the spirit that buds and blossoms in the heart of someone who is submitted to God. Walking in spirit and truth, someone who is growing in grace and maturing in the Christian faith. The one who truly humbles himself or herself in the sight of God is the one who makes himself or herself lowly of heart before the Lord by admitting the greatness of our God and acknowledging his magnificent majesty. It is confessing that without the Lord we can we can't do anything. It is trusting him in all things and relying on him to carry out the good work that he has prepared for us to do in his power and for his ultimate glory. Matthew Chapter 5, verses 3 through 5, it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Luke 14 and 11 states, For whoever exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. So you have to understand. The first thing is you have to listen. You have to reflect. The next thing you have to do is have to humble yourself before God. And then the last thing that you have to do, you have to trust in God. You have to trust in God. I I just want to park right there and I want you guys to understand how important trust is because when you're building a relationship with God almighty, he needs from you is that you say with your mouth, even though your mind might tell you something different, you have to know that you know, that you know, that you know. That God is always going to be there with you and he's going to work things out for your good. So you have to, in order to deepen your relationship with God, you have to trust in God. Psalms 9 verse 10 says, And those who know your name put their trust in you for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. You see in those three simple words lie the key to best, richest, most rewarding life possible. It's hard to elaborate on such a perfect phrase. Trust in God. Do it though. Every once in a while, especially if you know that it's been a while, stop whatever you're doing and hold in your mind and in your heart, the fact that the that the uh, entirely of everything you ever worry about is in the hands of God and that everything about you and your world that he does, he does so that ultimately you will know the peace of his abiding presence. It has never been any different And it never will be any different. God loves you and you can trust him. Stop sometimes to relax into that amazing, that amazing truth and to rejoice around it. You see, I want you guys to remember this scripture in Matthew chapter 14, verses 25 through 31 during the fourth watch of the night. Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, it's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Well, 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 here's Peter. Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water comes what jesus said then peter got down out of the boat walked on the water and came to jesus but when he saw the wind he was afraid and beginning to sink he cried out lord save me immediately jesus reached out his hand and caught him you of little faith he says why did you doubt you have to understand this is this is the relationship when god is coming to you and he's telling you, don't be afraid. You have to believe that he's got you, that he's got you. He's never going to let you fall. He's never going to let you go. He's not never going to let you drown because he loves you so much. So some things that I want you guys to take away with tonight is that you have to apply the word of God in your life. Don't just read the Bible just to do so. Read to apply his word to your life. Okay, so apply the word of God. And then you have to, number two, pray beyond emergencies. Wouldn't you hate it if your best friend only came to you when she or he needed something? A relationship with God is no different. Talk to God throughout the day and all day. You know, because we spend all day thinking and wondering and planning. Why not that time? talking to God about your thoughts. You also have to obey God. You can't have a relationship with God without obedience to his word. Have faith in what he tells you to do. Trust him and let him lead the way. Now, this is the key to really developing a a deeper relationship with God. You got to be able to forgive. You can't propel, God can't propel you to the next level if you have a whole bunch of junk hardness in your heart let it go and give it to him and and that way your story can be used to inspire someone else so listen tonight i want you guys to take away on this podcast this episode deepening your relationship with god see you could be a christian and st- still do not have a close relationship with god the most important thing is intimacy depends on total openness And to surrender totally to him. Romans 12 and 1 talks about what it takes to develop a deeper and closer relationship with God. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. This is all about choice. This is all about choice. Tonight, I encourage you, or today, I encourage you to give the Lord more intimate, quality time with him. And when you make this commitment, your life will never be the same. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your patience. We thank you for your generosity. We thank you for always being intimate with us. So tonight, Lord, today, Lord, whoever hears this prayer, God, help us to be more intimate with you, to study your word, to pray more often, to have this general conversations with you so you can show us the way, so we can develop more trust in you, to walk with more confidence because we've had a great intimate time with you in prayer and in worship. So God, all those who are struggling with allowing things, allowing their own decisions to get in the way of your relationship, God bless them, oh God. God, they're striving each and every day to be more like you, so help us in the areas of our life where we fall short. Lord, we give you praise in advance for what you're going to do. We ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, people of God, that is our time for tonight or today. And we're grateful to God for this uh, episode, deepening our relationship with God. There are many, many ways. And I'm hoping that you guys will really go over and think about the things that you can do that you can shed away some things that's that's affecting the connection that you need to have with God. So I'm encouraging you guys to do what you can do and let God do the rest. Amen. So again, uh, thank you for tuning in. Continue to share the podcast. Continue to share it. Uh, We're blessing many, many people. And so if there's any questions that you may have concerning the ministry or maybe your own personal walk, please email us and full of life sd at gmail.com that's full of life sd at gmail.com or you can also write me at pastorfield at lovingkindnesswc.org that's pastorfield at uh, lovingkindnesswc.org and please just let me know th- that you're there that you're praying for us we are definitely praying for you we're going before the Lord for your personal needs but there, if there's anything specific that you want us to pray for please email us um, continue to share the podcast if you want to donate to our ministry um, if you have the cash app just need the dollar sign full of life SD and just give whatever the Lord has placed on your heart to sow into our ministry we are a 501c3 ministry nonprofit, and we're trying to impact our world so please continue to to give, continue to share the podcast, and let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless ya.